Welcome, one and all, to Contention's most exciting local news radio show, ran by yours truly, Wolf the Dog. Now let's jump right into some news. Now I heard the officers went to Chief Maggie Cook's house, and boy wouldn't you know it, she wasn't there. And then they went on over to everybody's favorite bar, Clinkers. You know, the one with the daycare in the back. Serving up all the gourmet treats, such as hot dogs on white bread. Your boy Wolf's favorite meal. Julie Maxwell had a restraining order put out against Leo Piston back 15 years ago for killing her sister Ashley. Now that is some messed up shit. And John found the chief's blue notebook. But where was the red and yellow notebooks? And wouldn't you know it that some idiot at City Hospital fucked up and put Julie Maxwell in the morgue. She woke up from a coma and started bloody screaming. Remember to tell your friends to tune in to 694.2 PTBP for all the hard-hitting news and best variety of music in contention. And we got a world premiere of a new song for y'all today. It's Kudzu with no backbone. County called back about the junkyard body. Drew looks nervous as he hands you the note, and the note says that body had been dead for years. The internal organs seem to have not functioned in roughly two centuries, <laughs> but the skin and hair looks to have died on December 1st. They've never seen anything like this down at County, so go ahead and roll sand for me. Wowza. Ten. Oh, nice. On uh, uh, 60. I mean, I assume you have yeah. far more than 10 sanity. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good about hearing that crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately play that off in your mind. You rationalize yeah. it as either they don't know what they're they doing. They mess something up. They yeah. mess something up, clearly. You've got some time to kill before the Piston Brothers come out. Clark definitely wants to look at the file on the Ashley case when she was hit by the car. Oh, the Ashley Maxwell yeah. case. Okay, so diving into the old file on the death of Ashley Maxwell, uh, you'd find out that she was on her way to Splashylvania, the town's weird vampire-themed water park, to meet up with some friends. Clark would remember that Splashylvania used to bring in snow machines in the winter months and let the townspeople sled down the water slides. They'd use sleds nice. and go down. This was very obviously a fucking awesome but terrible idea. And after more than a few broken bones, the water park has only been open in the summer months for the past decade or so. So Ashley never showed up to the winterized water park that day on December 1st, so long ago. Uh, so her sister Julie uh, went looking for her. Julie found Ashley's body face down in a watery ditch on the side of the road. She also saw the beat up truck that her former classmate Leo Piston drove around town. It was heading toward the Piston pig farm. The autopsy showed that Ashley had a severe concussion but actually died from drowning. Uh, now, Leo Piston eventually broke down in a testimony and admitted that he had gotten out of his truck to ask Ashley a question, and he must have scared her because she sprayed him with pepper spray, and in his flailing about, he accidentally hit her in the head, and he immediately drove home to get water on his eyes. The Maxwell family, Ashley's family, was fervent in their disbelief of this story, 
but the judge was easy and gave him one year of juvenile detention. Gotcha. So that's basically what you would learn from that file. Okay. And uh, what time of day was all that? Uh, right after school, basically, on December 1st. Uh, so her and her friends and her sister and her friends, they were all meeting up to go do the, like, sledding at Splashylvania. Gotcha. But she never made it. Sad. Who was uh, the officer or detective on that case? I think the chief would have taken lead okay. for sure on the, yeah, dead teenager. I dig it. So that one, that that probably took you a while. Mm-hmm. To, to go through, find all that info. And yeah, Clark was just doing that to refresh himself. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So it is almost five o'clock uh, when an awkwardly tall, skinny man with gin blossoms and bad teeth walks into the police station and he is visibly distraught. This is not George Piston. He walks right past Drew and stumbles a bit into your desk. You can smell the alcohol in his breath as he mumbles. My, f- my friend is gone, and you haven't done anything about it. Where is this missing persons, whatever? Why aren't you looking for him right now? Do I recognize him? You've never seen this guy before. Oh, hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, uh, what are you doing? Why, well, what's going on here? Why are you doing? What's my friend is gone, and you're not doing anything about it. I'm, I'm standing up and trying to get him to sit down in my chair just he just seems hey, wobbly come on. And, and so yeah you can you can get him down yeah, yeah. uh hey uh but what's what's going on you're 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 talking gibberish yeah you're fine he stands up and he comes around to your side of the desk and starts like messing through your hey, papers and hey stuff. whoa sir hey uh, i need you to sit down hey you gotta do your fucking job man uh, all right i'll listen to you but you gotta sit down first all right all right all right all right What's your name? Officer Bishop. Officer, I, my friend John Peters is gone, and I went by his house earlier, and the lock was busted, and there's a mess inside, and he hasn't been online in, like, a couple days, and that's not like John, and so I need to... All, all right. I need to know why you're just sitting here when he's fucking gone we we uh we've actually been alerted to that case we've we've been working on it uh when was the last time you saw him i haven't seen him in like forever honestly we just like you know he's just an old friend from the days and we used to know each other so i i just i I, (laughs) he like starts crying and then he like stands up and just walks to the back of the police station, basically, and he just is like looking around at different stuff. Hey, hey, bud, come up, come back over here. What, what's your name? Uh, your name, your your officer Bishop. Yep, you got that right. Now, what's what's yours? I'm Charles. Hey, Charles, come come on back here. Let's let's get to the bottom of this. You All and right. me right now. Let's let's suss someone, this out. Someone, someone, fucking, I took my friend i think and you need to find him why do you think somebody took him because his shit is broke and somebody clearly busted into shit yeah do you have a reason to think that somebody would want to do that well his fucking keys are gone and his shit was broke and so and his car's fucking gone and like i know john and he wouldn't do that so do you know anybody who would want to do that to him with somebody who fucking no i john's a chilled ass dude i there's no reason that anybody would want to be taking him 
All right. We came to that conclusion as well. Stuff was you fine? We didn't find a whole lot there. We are under the assumption at this point that he left in a hurry. Uh, fucking yeah. I someone left in a hurry, probably with him, because he wouldn't do that. Do you have his? Do you have his keys? Yeah, yeah, but we we we've got his keys. Let me let me see his fucking keys. Why do you want to see his keys? Because I I don't I don't necessarily trust you if you're like yanking me around. I mean I'm an officer of the law. You can trust me, but just to get this over with, sure I'll show you the keys. Okay, cool. I pull them out of my desk and I'm holding them way far away from him and literally showing him. Okay, he like puts both of his hands like on the desk and leans in and boy. Howdy does his breath just reek of booze. Sure. And he is staring very intently. Can I? He holds his hand out and he gets kind of sad and he's like, Can I see him? Oh, uh, no. You can you can see him. You can't touch him. Can I see him with my with my hand? I'm sorry, sir. Uh, have you had something to drink tonight? <laughs> yeah. How'd you get here? I got a car. Did you drive here? Nah. If I went outside, would I see a car that wasn't here earlier? Nah, I'm... I mean... I... I walked. And he leans back. <laughs> I, uh, I'm putting the keys back in the desk while that exchange is occurring. Just... Just... Give it to me straight, officer. Sir, we uh, we don't know where your friend is right now, but I can promise you that we you are- hear a sound from the parking lot of the police station, like abrupt thunder or a small explosion. Charles, the guy standing in front of you, immediately pulls a gun and runs outside. What do you do? Holy shit, I pull the gun. Hey, sir, wait, no. He's fucking- Stop! <laughs> uh, okay, if he's already outside, I'm running after him. Okay, as you, as you run out the door of the police station- you see the older Piston Brothers truck has been T-boned on its driver's side. A large black SUV is reversing onto the street and begins to drive east. Roll alertness. Holy shit. Uh, 95 on a 70. <laughs> okay. I didn't see any of that. <laughs> you see Leo Piston in the driver's seat of this black SUV and you fail to note the license plate as it begins to drive away. Uh, Charles runs to a car that is parked in the parking lot and gets behind the wheel. What do you do? I'm yelling, no, stop. Gun gun is probably drawn. Yeah, gun is drawn on him. Okay. Hey, stop. I'm, I'm probably getting around to his driver's side if he's already getting in the car. Oh, yeah, he's getting in. Uh, go ahead and roll athletics to get... Wait. So real fast, yeah, yeah, yeah. The black SUV T-boned, mm-hmm. T-boned what car? T-boned George Piston's truck, which was sitting in the parking lot. Is he any sign of George? Yeah, George is in his truck. He's been smashed. You can kind of see him. He's behind the wheel of his own truck. So Leo, his brother, smashed him. In the Leo black SUV. was in the black SUV. Yeah, yeah driving okay. the black SUV. Uh, okay, so uh, you wanted me to draw uh, do athletics? Yes. Uh, Sixty-one on a thirty. Okay, so as you run up to the car that this new fella Charles is in, he backs up and he's got enough time to get onto the road before you can really get to him. What do you do? He's he's on the road in his car. He is pulling out of the police station parking lot onto the road. Fuck. I 
am running over to my cruiser and getting on the radio. We got a situation down here, guys. Come on. Uh, oh shit. Uh, fuck. Uh, we got a we got a a wreck in the parking lot. There's a a, a guy is just taking off gun in hand. Leo's in a in a black SUV. I didn't catch the damn plate. I, I need I need some help down here, guys. Perfect. Ooh. <laughs> Holy Ooh, shit. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's happening. It's all happening. Nice. Cool. Okay, so if you'll remember, Keith was at the Piston Pig Farm, and you had just climbed over the fence. Keith, as you walk up on the massive Piston Pig Farm, you see a large farmhouse, a small farmhouse, a barn, a warehouse, and acres and acres of land. Leo's old rusty farm truck sits next to the small farmhouse, and there is a large SUV next to the large farmhouse. Sitting next to the large warehouse is a line of old school buses, most of which are broken down and have plants and tall grasses growing up in and around them. Go ahead and roll luck for me. That's a 19 on a 60. 19 on a 60. That's a pass. All right, cool. So as you approach, as you're walking up to the pig farm, you feel warmth running under your left foot as you realize you hear the sound of a gunshot. You look down and see some blood pooling underneath your shoe. Take one point of damage and roll sand. I fail my sanity check. Okay, so go ahead and lose one sanity as well as one hit point. What do you do? So I'm bleeding. I want to see where exactly did I get hit? Right in the foot. Right in the foot. Do I know where the gunshot came from? Like which direction? Uh, Go ahead and roll search. Don't pass. Okay. You're looking around and you hear, You're doing a trespass in there, sir. I didn't mean to hit you. Just meant to scare you a bit. And it's coming from the large farmhouse. And as you look up to see where this voice is coming from, you see a woman in the window of the large farmhouse and she's like holding a rifle. I'm going to like hold my badge up and hold my gun up. It's it's Officer Vigna. I need you to put your weapon down right now. Oh, shit. (laughs) Keith, is that you? (laughs) It's me. Little Keithy Vigna, holy shit. Yeah, do you have a first aid kit in there? You shot me in the foot. I am, god damn it. She comes running out and she's holding a uh, she's holding a first aid kit. And as she runs up to you, she's like, oh, fuck, officer. I am so fucking sorry. Get that shoe off for me real quick. I kicked that shoe off. Okay, and so. Also, can we do this inside? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she'll uh, take you, like, you can put your arm around her, and mm-hmm. she'll walk you into the large farmhouse. Okay, great. Uh, so she sits you down on a on an old uh, chair, uh, slides an ottoman over, and as you're in here, you would see this place is... Yeah, I want to do, like, a quick look around. While it's I'm... actually kind of nice in here. It's not too dirty. There's some stuff about. It's not super tidy, but it's not, like, overly messy, and it's not overly gross in any sort of way. So she'll get your foot up on that ottoman and begin wrapping it. Mm -hmm. And she says, seriously, officer, I, shit, I did not mean to actually hit you. I was just, I I didn't even recognize you and I didn't see the uniform. I was just really worried. I, you know, with all, I I don't know, you know, you got to protect your property and whatnot. Uh, I understand, but I need you to understand what you did is a high crime here. 
High crime. High crime. High crime. Oh, Jesus. But, you know, I, I came without warning, so, you know, I think I get what I get at this point. The Maggie, Maggie Cook sent me to look have a look around here. Oh, why is that, officer? Oh, you know, just, it's part of a... Part of the investigation, you're not in trouble or anything. But this you has know. to do with the body at the junkyard. I didn't say that, but well, I mean, George, George is headed out with Leo down to the police station, so I, I would assume that you stayed behind to what now? Well, just to make sure nothing. You try. There was to, no trouble. You trying to uh, live up to that family name of yours? I guess Keith? I. I knew that. I didn't think anyone was home, so I was just going to do a quick search of the perimeter, make sure nothing was up, and I was going to get get back to the station. Keith, do you have a? Did you have a warrant for that? Uh, yeah, but uh, I dropped it as soon as you shot me because it, it scared me so bad. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. <laughs> uh, you're gonna roll persuade against her human. That's a fifty on a seventy for me. Okay, uh, and she failed. So, uh, and for the. Listeners, human is human intelligence, and it would be like deciphering human emotions through action and voice. She uh, she buys it. Oh, oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, well, fuck. I am. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Well, you know, Keith, I knew your parents, and you know, I, I I'd really appreciate you letting this one slide. I think I think we I think we're on the same page here. You know, I think if you just if you put on a cup of coffee for me and let me just take a look around, we'll forget that this ever happened. Sounds good. Uh, so she goes back, and as she's walking back to the kitchen to put on a pot of coffee, her phone starts doing the alarm. That's like the. That that yeah. annoying alarm, the, melt, from, the yeah. atomic meltdown. <laughs> exactly. And she hollers from the other room. Hey, um, I've I've actually got some some coffee back here that's ready to go. Do you like iced coffee? Not really, uh, but I'll drink it. I guess. Okay, that's that's perfect. <laughs> uh, so she actually comes back fairly quick with a plastic cup with iced coffee in it. That's so you can take it to go, and kind of looks at you. <laughs> well, uh. That's awful nice of you, but I will be sticking around for a minute uh, to take take a little peek around. If you got something to do, feel free to go do that, and I'll lock up behind you, but I'll be here for a minute. Okay. And I glance down at my foot and then glance back nice, up at her. Nice, yeah. So she's like, uh, okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to be right back then. Okay, and take your time. And uh, she pops out the back door. Okay, fuck yeah, free range, I think. <laughs> I'm going to just do some snooping in this main house real quick. Okay, what are you looking for? I don't know particularly. Like, anything that just doesn't seem like the Pistons would have. Like, I okay. know in my mind who these people probably are. Right. Anything that pops out, out of the ordinary. Uh, I'm going to be digging through... Not digging through drawers, but opening drawers up, looking through that, and just kind of searching the, this main house at first. Gotcha. Okay, so this main house is, like I said before, it's it's fairly well kept. It's pretty clear after snooping around for a while that this is where Kathy and George live, and they have an extra bedroom that's a guest bedroom that is completely neat and unused. There's another room in the farmhouse as well that it is filled with Mary Kay stuff, okay, yeah. and you would know Kathy, which is this woman, yeah. Kathy Piston, she's a Mary Kay. That's her side hustle. Yeah, absolutely. And gotcha. she's like very into it and wears kind of an absurd amount of makeup right. for a pig farmer. Right. 
Okay, so if I don't find anything of interest in there, I'm gonna go over to the small farmhouse, which I assume is Leo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where his uh, his old beat up truck is parked. As you uh, go ahead and roll alertness for me. Ninety-two on a sixty. Nice. As you are going to the small farmhouse, you see the door on the big warehouse shut. There's no one standing around there. You just see the door shut. And you walk into the small farmhouse. This is Leo's place, and it is quite different. It is a shithole. Filthy. It's gross. He works with the pigs all day, and he does not take off his shoes when he gets home. Gotcha. So there's pig shit inside this okay, place. I'm going to like casually look around. I'm not going to investigate too bad in here because I don't want to be in here. Yeah, it smells fucking awful okay, so there's like rancid food in the kitchen is it just one story like it is one bedroom the bathroom and the kitchen are like one thing yeah. together okay, i'm gonna glance around real quick and see if i find anything it, it, go, go ahead and roll search for me nope 46 on a 40 pig shit pig shit, pig okay. shit for days i get out of there like asap and then i want to go you said there's a, the warehouse and then a like a shed or uh there's a barn and a warehouse that's it yeah okay. yeah, yeah. Um, since I saw the warehouse door closed, I'm going to go to the barn first and leave the warehouse to be my last place. That I okay. Work. Sounds good. So you would go and open up the barn door. It's two big swinging doors right. on the front of it. And inside is just bales of hay, a couple horses. Uh, this is like the stables. Basically. I'm going to go pet one of the horses. Cool. It's chill. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I want to glance around, kind of poke around a little bit, see if there's any... This seems like a good place to hide something, so... Sure, sure, sure. Uh, go ahead and roll search for me again. Shit. 75 <laughs> on a 40. <laughs> Killing it. I'm doing some Vigna-style police work This right is now. some Vigna police work. You look around, and there seems to be nothing out of place. This is a normal barn. Wait, did you say the warehouse has the, the buses by it? Yes. I want to go sneak into one of the buses and post up and see if I see anybody coming out of the warehouse. Okay, cool. Okay, where are you going in inside this bus and which bus are you going to? I'm going to the bus that's closest to the door that I saw close. Okay. And I'm going to just get in there to where like I can just pop down if I see somebody and hide. Okay, sounds good. You're kind of looking out the window uh, in one of the back seats of the bus and you're looking at that door and the door opens and Kathy pops her head out and is scanning. You roll luck. Oh. 49 on a 60. Okay, so she kind of scans over to where you're at and you pop your head down just in time. And then as you pop your head back up, she comes out the door with a line of people. So many fucking people start piling out of this warehouse and she gets on the bus. And My bus? The bus that you're in the back of. And she sits in the driver's seat. And I'm I'm immediately I'm popping down behind that back seat and uh -huh. it's like the bus begins filling up with people and you hear voices and it's all muffled and they're all chitter chattering together and it starts to smell really bad on this bus and it's not that pig smell from Leo's farmhouse it's a different kind of smell it's the 
It's the odor of the homeless population who is now residing on this school bus. There are as many people as can fit on a normal sized yellow school bus, plus some. Are you looking up, how, looking many up how many people can pe- fit yep. on a school bus? God, how many rows are there in a school bus? Okay, how many people does a school bus? So it's 72 passengers. Okay, so there are 100 people on yeah. this school bus. <laughs> okay. And they are not paying any attention to you, but they are so close to you. You're like crouched behind this back seat and they are smashed three people per bench. And then everyone like standing throughout the entire row and the bus begins to move. What do you do? Fuck. (laughs) I'm so fucking glad this is happening. (laughs) I, um, well, shit. I'm going to open up the back door and I hope to God the alarm doesn't go off. The emergency yeah. door in the back? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, roll roll luck for me because we're just going to see. Oh, Hell 70. yeah. So you... <laughs> okay, here's what happens. You reach over and you grab the, the handle of the door in the back and as you open it, the door immediately opens, an alarm starts sounding, it's going Wah! and you fall out the back of the door. Oh. Go ahead and roll athletics to see how well you take this fall. I got a fucking 99. <laughs> <laughs> Hell uh. yeah, dude. Um <laughs> Okay. Okay. Falling that out of a, a, a critical uh, fail. It's a critical <laughs> fail. Uh, so you're going to roll. A, we're going to double a d4 because I was going to make it a d4 for falling out. Double a d4. Two. Okay. Like one times two. One times two. Uh, cool. You take two damage. You fall and you fall on the exact same foot that got shot earlier and your ankle rolls. And so now it is like almost impossible to use that foot and put weight on it. But as you fall out, the door slams back closed and you hear the alarm stop ringing as it slams shut and the bus peels out on the county road and drives away, leaving you sitting in the middle of the road, which is not actually the main drive that you were on earlier. It's this back way that you didn't even notice before. So you were actually probably half a mile from the warehouse, which is on the far south part of the property. What's my movement speed at this point if I wanted to go back to that warehouse? You can hop on one foot. Well, I mean, I'm on the opposite side of where my car is anyway, so I'm going to hop back to that warehouse. Okay. You hop... (laughs) And you're not like the the most elegant man on no. earth. And so you multiple times fall over on your way there, but you make it to the warehouse. What do you want to do? I want to see what's in this. Oh God. <laughs> so you open up the door and flashlight on flashlight sure. on it's it's dark in there but there's a lot of windows on the top of the building and probably some like sunroofing this is where all the pigs are it's an indoor operation okay. and so inside the warehouse is this massive pig farming operation there are hundreds of pigs separated into different sections of the warehouse and what looks to be an irrigation system running just above the head of an average man that sprays cool water down into the pens every once in a while only pigs in here right yeah there's just a bunch of pigs and it smells like pig shit are there any sleeping bags or anything like that or were these people do i think these 
homeless people were there just like for a short amount of time or you have absolutely no idea how that many people fit, fit in, here. in here with all these pigs because the rows in between the pig pens are very thin well not very thin but like one person right two people not you know yeah okay they um, would have had to just been standing right there for yeah. that many people to be in there i'm gonna do a search roll just to see if i uh, go ahead and roll a search no 80 80 okay so, so you you hop around you can use the pins at this point to get around easier you don't find anything okay i'm gonna hop back to oh, hey quick reminder you can burn luck to make any of these rolls a success we haven't done that yeah, oh, in this shit. campaign so far because we've never actually used this luck mechanic in our home <laughs> games before and so well, we all keep forgetting about it but yeah I, you can uh, always spin luck wish i would have known about that five minutes ago when but. you uh <laughs> when a lot of bad stuff <laughs> yeah. happened yeah i forgot okay. about it too well um <laughs> i guess i'm gonna hop back i'm gonna hop back to the house real quick okay as you're hopping back to the house you get a call on your radio which is uh, attached to you on your person mm -hmm. and it is clark we got a situation down here guys come on uh oh shit uh fuck uh we got a we got a a wreck in the parking lot there's a a, a guy's just taking off gun in hand leo's in a in a black suv i didn't catch the damn plate i, I need i need some help down here guys Okay, so you are heading to the hospital in the city to meet Julie Maxwell? Yes. John Lee Pettymore arrives at the hospital in the city, and as you are walking through the parking lot to the entrance of the large building, mm -hmm. a man jumps out at you from in between two parked cars. I immediately draw my gun and fire. <laughs> Roll firearms. Oh, uh oh, we're doing this. Uh, no, he's not involved in this. <laughs> not gonna. I don't want to do the paperwork. <laughs> okay, but you would probably get a what? hand on the gun yeah, real quick. Yeah, I, I like. I reached for the handle of my pistol. What? Uh, he's this like weird hunched dude wearing an old tattered robe with a hood that's covering his face, and he says, "Oogie boogie, there, my friend." I know what you are. I know where you're from. He cackles and he whispers, Say hello to me, would ya? As he hands you a folded up piece of paper and he runs away into the darkness. Oh, there's a lot on this paper. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I immediately radio into the station that we're dealing with some kind of robot. The note he handed me uh, is is just a bunch of binary. It looks to be maybe twenty or thirty words, uh, all in binary, and then then just in uh, in English. <laughs> you know, as if my day wasn't already busy enough, I'm gonna radio this in. I'm gonna uh, take a picture of this with my phone. Okay. Send it to uh, Randy and Andy. Drew. To Drew. And ask one of them to uh, try to get a translation on that. And while I'm calling them, I also... I don't know if anybody else has done this yet, but um, those keys we found marked uh, with G10 through 12 or whatever it was, yeah. I want to get one of them just so we're doing the legwork of checking out local mini storages. Right. So those keys are in Clark Bishop's desk 
Vigna threw them to him earlier when you guys were in the station, okay. and uh, Clark has them in his desk. Yeah, you can you can send that message on Literally, to Drew. I just need somebody doing the groundwork of like, hey, where is the storage within? Right. Yeah. You know, nearby that has G units. Like you could ask Tim to do it. G unit. <laughs> yeah, I I do that. Okay, cool. So uh, real quick, who's Tim? <laughs> Oh, Tim, the guy who works at the police station who does, like, everything. Ray? Mm, no. I just called him Randy, but I definitely thought we went with Ray. It's weird, because you think his name is Ray, but... No, you're pretty sure it's Tim. I always like Tim. I ask him to do that. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so as you walk into the large hospital, you see a desk with a woman sitting behind it next to a large Christmas tree and a life-size nativity scene. What do you want to do? I'd, I'd like to see Julie Maxwell, please. Yeah, she lets you know that uh, Julie Maxwell is in room 1030. I take the stairs because, you know, you don't want to be a lard ass. <laughs> All right, so uh, John Lee Pettymore, as you walk into room 1030, you see two beds. In one is an old man with mutton chops and large, thick eyebrows. I immediately hold out my hand and say, hello, Julie. Oh, what? Uh, the other bed is empty. Uh, my name's Doug. My apologies, sir. Have you seen uh, a young woman? No, there was a... There Any were, woman? There was a... There's like a middle-aged... Yeah, she was, that's, that sounds about right, given a, her past she, and backstory. She was crazy. She was in here. She, I didn't I didn't like her one bit. I'm glad she's gone. Where is she now? Now she just got up, I don't know, about half an hour ago and left. Uh, thank you for your time, Doug. I immediately, like, head to security or wherever this place, like, keeps their cameras. Mm-hmm and ask them to find out where Julie went. This would take a little time, but you would find out after looking through the cameras, you would see that she walked out the front door like half an hour ago, gown open, just heading out into the world. Okay, uh, I call the uh, the city PD mm -hmm. and ask if anybody has brought in a gown-wearing, you know, crazy woman matching her description. Uh, not today. The city's pretty rough and tumble. It's no place to raise a family. Absolutely not. I kind of explain what's going on and the, the pretty serious... This is not just like some random... Like this is a very important suspect in mm -hmm. a murder case. Right. So is if I explain that, do I get any like assistance or offers for some like, you know, a squad car to go look for or something? They're busy. You're a small town cop. They don't give a fuck. If it's a murder case and we get a hold of her, then we'll let you know. Okay. Well, uh, you have been no help. Thank you very much. Perfect. I hope no one else dies. <laughs> uh, the, How'd uh, you feel if your whole family's faces <laughs> <laughs> were smashed, <laughs> ripped off? Okay, so I, I'm going to take off in, in my cruiser in the direction that she left and try to look for her, but I also have some other things I want to do while I'm in the city. I'd like to see how close I am to uh, a camera store and how close I am to uh, Dirty Dog Grooming. You're pretty close to a dirty dog grooming, and... Oh, it's a chain. There are five dirty dog grooming salons in the city, and you are also probably pretty near a camera shop. Does John Peter's uh, dirty dog loyalty card mention a specific location? Uh, no. Okay, so I'm going to head to the camera shop. You get a call. Bling, bling. It is uh, someone from the city police station. Uh, yeah, I think we actually clocked 
Your suspect in a gown, she uh, seems to have just stolen a black SUV and is heading uh, west on the highway. All right, I immediately, I thank him, and I kick my cruiser, like, throw all my lights. I don't give a shit about jurisdiction. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and I fucking, uh, I'm going to chase her, yeah. I'm going to okay. chase her down. Sounds good. She's heading for contention. She's heading for contention. <laughs> The officer says. <laughs> I know. I'm from there. You are going to roll drive for me. 36 on a... More than that. On a 50. No, 70. Okay, nice. So you speed back into town, and you don't catch up with her on the highway because seems she got a pretty good head start on you. Blind <laughs> with anger and a thirst for justice and answers the truth. Really, John Lee Pettymore completely spaces the fourth. Completely spaces that the he fourth. should. He should definitely tell the town that this lady is coming. You were just eyes. Oh, red, passion. just uh, yeah. fucking flying down the highway. You roll into contention. You drive straight down the main road, right down to the police station. And as you get there, I need you to roll me an alertness check. My luckier dice. Fourteen. Hell yeah. As you're driving down this main drag and pulling up to the police department, you see, well, first, your radio goes off, and it's Clark Bishop. We got a situation down here, guys. Come on. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, fuck. Uh, we got, a, we got a, a, a wreck in the parking lot. There's a, a, a guy who's just taken off gun in hand. Leo's in a, in a black SUV. I didn't catch the damn plate. I, I need I need some help down here, guys. You actually see this black SUV driving east from the police station. You see Leo Piston in the driver's seat of this SUV with a horrified look on his face. And you see the barrel of a pistol pressed firmly against the back of Leo Piston's head. Go ahead and roll sanity for me. Okay, I passed. 54 and a 59. Okay, so you lose no sanity. You are, like, ready to go. I peel out after him. Fuck yeah. 